Hey guys, welcome to the Becoming the True You podcast. My name is Emmy Stansberry and I am on a mission to help you create peace in your life so you can more fully focus on and be unafraid in living as your true self. This is a place where we don't worry about the haters. This is not their journey, it is yours. So let's get started. Good morning, friends. Well, it's it's not morning for you, and it's like 5.30 at my house, so I'm going to try and be as quiet as I can, but y'all know I tend to, like, yell sometimes because I get a little too passionate, but we'll just see how it goes. So, first of all, I can't even believe that September is already halfway over. Like, what in the living world? I wish time would just slow down sometimes, you know? I've barely had time to think about what my kids are going to be for Halloween. And yes, I'm already thinking about this. (laughs) I start thinking about Halloween typically by the 1st of August. I, I love Halloween, you guys. I'm, like, definitely, once we're more established and everything, I'm going to be one of those people in the future that has, like the full-on graveyard in their front yard with, like, a large amount of skeletons and witches, maybe. I don't know. But someday it's gonna be good. It's gonna be so good. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) So, for the past week, I've been thinking a lot about something that has been a struggle throughout my life. And you, you may have noticed that a lot of the things I talk about have been a struggle for me at one point or another. (laughs) But, you you know, those things I just can relate to, and they're just so much easier to talk about, you know? And I just feel like if I'm going through them, there's probably a lot more people going through them than I realize. I just have to be willing to get out and talk about it. But this topic, man, I know that I'm, I'm not the only one that struggles with this, for sure. In fact, I'd be willing to bet that nearly 99% of people deal with this every day. And yes, I just came up with that statistic, but I'm pretty confident that's what it is. Because what it is, is self-talk. The way we talk to ourselves. Because man, if, if I have learned anything in this life, it's that the most impactful person to listen to is the person in your head. And it can go either way of it being a positive impact or a negative impact. It just depends on what you allow that voice to tell you and what you believe from it. So first of all, I want to ask you a question to just think about. And that is, why in the world do you allow the negative talk? Why do you allow the mean voice in your head to complain or nitpick about your body, about your intelligence, about your nose, about your hair, about the path that you're going down that feels right to you, about your depression, about your parenting skills, about your capacity to love, about your failures. And guys, the list goes on. Why do you allow it? 
I know you've heard the comparison of, you know, you would never say any of these things to your best friend. But I, I also want you to think about this. What if this mean person in your head was your best friend? And this best friend, this person is constantly nagging at you and making you feel worthless and finding fault with you multiple times a day. He or she would be warning you of the things you shouldn't be eating and every time you looked in a mirror they would point out your rolls or the freckles on your nose and make like rude comments about it. They would say that you're not good enough or that you don't deserve the things that you have or the things that you want out of life. And now be honest. (laughs) Would you want to hang out with or be around such a toxic person? Oh my goodness, I hope you would get out of that relationship as quickly as possible. Because as much as other people's opinions do hold a certain level of value to us, It's nothing like the value that our own thoughts hold for us. Think about this. How many times has someone complimented you? They said, you looked so cute today. Or you did such a wonderful job on the presentation. Or way to crush that mile and a half. And the first thing you said back to them was to immediately brush them off. You said, oh, I'm wearing an outfit from a few years ago. Or, man, I know I made so many mistakes. Or, darn it, I wish I really could have made it to two miles. I'm sorry, but this is ridiculous. And to be quite honest, I am so sick of it. I am sick of people, particularly women, downplaying the good things they do or the talents they have or how beautiful they are. I don't know if they really feel this way or if they just don't want to appear prideful, but there is nothing prideful about accepting a dang compliment. If someone gave you a compliment, that means you earned it. If someone is going out of their way to say something nice about you, you had better say thank you. Thank you so much. I really tried hard to make my hair look really nice today. Thank you so much. I practiced so hard to get it right. Thank you so much. I worked my butt off to get that mile and a half down. Stop telling yourself that you are unworthy and that you aren't deserving. Stop telling yourself that you aren't good enough and that you don't have what it takes. I know you're making improvements. Honestly, we're all trying to prove in some aspect of our lives. But do not base your value on how much you have left to conquer. Look at yourself and at how far you've come. Talk to yourself as if you are the most valuable person in the world. Because honestly, the truth is, you are. I want to tell you guys a story. Something that happened to me last week. So... Every day for the last half of this summer, I've been taking my kids on a bike ride. And they're both still pretty little. I've got a four-year-old and a one-year-old. So not old enough to keep up with me so that I can have the workout that I want to have. So I tow all 50 pounds of them for my seven-mile bike ride every day. Up the canyon, three and a half miles. 
and all the way down for three and a half miles. Every day I do the same bike ride because I like familiarity and I, I like to know, I know exactly how long it is. So I don't have to keep checking my phone tracker thing to see how far I've gone or how far I need to go. I can just focus on the ride. And every day I go up the same nasty gnarly hill that I hate. <laughs> you guys, this hill, it's pretty steep. And when I'm towing 50 pounds of child flesh in the carrier attached to my bike, my legs are nearly dead by the time I reach the top. Seriously, the burn in my legs feels like the fiery wrath of Hades is just pulsating throughout my leg muscles and, and, and tearing them into tiny pieces to feed the three-headed dog that guards the underworld. That was... That was very specific and <laughs> sorry, but that's how it feels, man. Either way, my legs are pretty much done by the top of that hill. And by that point, I usually have about four and a half miles left at that point. So thankfully, though, a lot of that is downhill. But a few weeks ago, I got a flat tire on my bike and I wasn't able to ride it for about two weeks. So last Monday, finally, my sweet husband fixed my tire, and on Tuesday, I was able to ride again. Although, honestly, I was super nervous, simply because I knew that hill was coming, and I knew that where my legs had gotten pretty used to climbing that torturous thing, it had been two weeks since I'd done it. And surely, that hill was going to be an even greater struggle today. So I started my bike ride, and it was so amazing. I missed biking. I got about 20 minutes in when I saw it. The hill. My heart started pounding even more, and I started to feel the dread, just like I had done in the weeks before when I approached it. But this time, something different happened. I caught myself, and I realized that I was putting so much negative energy into this hill. I asked myself, why do I dread this hill so much? And I realized it's because I didn't feel like I could do it. Because as many times as I had gotten to the top, I still felt like I couldn't do it simply because it was hard. I realized that I had been telling myself, over and over that I couldn't accomplish this hill and each and every time it was the hardest thing to do so as I was approaching the hill I decided to take a different mental approach to kind of try a little experiment I sped up as I reached the bottom of the hill as I started my ascension <laughs> I was talking to myself out loud in the open and the only thing that I was saying was better, stronger. I would say better when I put my left foot down, pedal two more times, and then say stronger when I put my right foot down. So it sounded like this, better, two, three, stronger, two, three, better, two, three, stronger, two, three. As I went up the hill, the louder I started saying it, kind of just 
intuitively. Like I didn't do it on purpose. It's just how it came out. And as I went up the hill, the more I felt like I could actually go faster. As I went up the hill, the more I believed that I could do this and do this with ease. And as I got to the top of the hill, I was amazed. I did it and it didn't feel like torture. I did it and I had fun. I did it and it wasn't because it was the hill that had changed. It was because I had. It was my my mindset. It was my belief. It was my self-talk. As I was telling myself that I was getting better and stronger, it was actually easy to believe that I was. Especially as I was saying it out loud. I've learned in more occasions than this that there is such great power in saying things out loud. There is more conviction when you say it out loud. There is more belief. There is more energy. In fact, every single morning, I get up early and I say my prayer because I'm a, I'm a God-fearing woman. I read my scriptures and I pull out my list of affirmations that I have written out and I say, I say them out loud. And not only do I say them out loud, but I sit still after I say every single one and I feel the truth of it. Because honestly, the main things that we say to ourselves are actually lies. They are lies about who we are and what we deserve. And it's easy to believe them because they seem so much more realistic. It seems so much more realistic to think that we aren't worthy, that we aren't enough, and that we can't accomplish the things that we want to. But honestly, they're all a bunch of lies. And so when I'm creating my morning affirmations, I write down the things that I know are true about myself. And that I want to build my belief about those things even more. And so when I'm saying them out loud, even if I don't believe them now, I will pause after each one and believe it for just a few seconds. I will believe it with every forceful power that I have because I know that as I continue this practice... I will actually start to believe the things I'm saying and not only will I believe them, but they will be ingrained into who I am. And because I think they are so valuable, I want to give you a few ideas of affirmations you can use yourself. The following affirmations, most of them are what I say um, I say to myself every morning and then some I wrote specifically for this podcast episode. So here we go. These are my affirmations. I have enough time to accomplish everything that is important to me today and to spend the time with who I want to. I am capable of pushing past my fears and doing what needs to be done. I create with God. I am a master creator. There is so much abundance in my life. I do everything the Lord tells me to. He is guiding me to success and prosperity. I don't worry about the possible or the impossible. 
I do not create limiting beliefs about my present or my future. I am always seeking opportunities to get out of my comfort zone. I am excited for every future failure that I will have as it will be for my experience and learning. I have every capability to receive the inspiration that I need for my life. I am at peace with my body and I accept every flaw I think I have. I love my body and as a result, I like to fill it with nutrition and things that will bless it and that it needs. I am in control of my body and no outside forces can determine what I eat or what I do. I only eat and do things with my body that are aligned with who I am and who my spirit is. I am constantly being led to people and opportunities that will bring me success and joy. I do not focus on what I lack. I focus on the good that is coming. I realized that that was quite a lot. And you, your list does not have to be as long as mine. But man, they're so important. Guys, self-talk is everything. It seriously can either build us or destroy us. Be self-aware of the things you are saying to yourself. And whenever you catch that mean person saying something awful to you, Respond with your own positive affirmation out loud with your words because it's going to help you not only snap out of the small funk you've kind of gone into, but it's going to help you believe what you say with more conviction and more belief because the good that you say and that you think about yourself, that is the truth of who you are. Feel that truth. And start to believe that you are more capable than what you've settled for. If this episode resonated with you, share it with someone you love. Share it with the people you care about because this is something we're all dealing with. And heaven knows we do not have to be dealing with it alone. My ending reminder is this. You already have everything you need inside of you to become the version of yourself that you want to be. And my goal with this podcast is to help you discover that person within yourself. Hey there. Can we acknowledge you for just a quick second? You are amazing. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you are loving what your mouth ears are eating up, go ahead and subscribe, leave a rating, and a review. That way, you can get notified when a new episode hits the scene, and I can get your awesome feedback. It's a win-win situation. Now get out there and kill it.